of the first season of All Lars Quite Useless. As I mentioned last week, we're going to take a little break while we prioritise some other projects and recover from feeling the need to record all of our conversations. For now though, we have one more episode to show you, and it could very well be the best episode of the run, or the very worst. We have no topic to discuss this week, and wanted to mull over what we've put out there so far, and have a more casual chat than we normally do. We bollock on about our favourite moments of this run and our favourite jingles, but also other meaningless bullshit too eateries we used to frequent at university, the modern pub experience, and we rank condiments. You'd have been forgiven for thinking this was an art podcast at some point. Back at the end for more Hot Toddy, but enjoy the intro music for one final time this series. If anything, I've been very kind to you guys all throughout this season. I could have just edited, just like I should start cutting up every word you say, so I can just make you say anything. I well, want. Liv kind of like self owns herself every time she tries to pronounce a word longer than two syllables. <laughs> Pharmacutical. Pharmacutical being my favourite a lot. Oh, don't. What was the? Was there another one? There was. There was another one. I don't remember what it was. It though. was. Uh... God. I feel like it was in the Eno album. One, it was in it, it, on oh. the episode. Very Probably. whatever it was, it was so embarrassing. <clears throat> oh my god! Um, <laughs> what was the word that I tried to pronounce that I fumbled completely, Louis? And you made that clip of it. Do you remember? Oh, I'm not sure. <laughs> was it? Oh, like I, I remember. It was. It was irreverence. But I said it. Irreverent. Irreverent. Completely stumbled on every possible syllable. <laughs> um, fellas and fellasses, this is our last episode of the season. How do you feel? Uh, I feel cool. It's like, I think it's like, yeah, good to have a little break to uh recollect our thoughts and let the episode sit like a smelly poo in the air for a while and then we can reconvene and <laughs> bring more let that stank hang that's what i'm hearing yeah yeah pretty much well i know all i know is i need a holiday a very long holiday and i don't expect i should be coming back <laughs> jack your life is one big holiday at the minute <laughs> <laughs> but Liv, you're on holiday every day to Subway. Yeah, Subway is my holiday to be fair. It's just so fun there. I just meant a holiday from you guys. Fair enough. What's well, a Colchester again? Why yeah. did you go to Coley? Yeah, why'd you go to Colchester? 
I'm not going to dox myself, so I'm not going to give away <laughs> personal information on, on, on the internet, but I was visiting a friend. <laughs> Whoa. Oh, I so think I know which I've, friend. Now everyone knows I have a friend in Colchester. If you're listening, hi. Look at up. The black <laughs> hole. Sick, the black hole, Chester. Sick gaff on Saturday. Nice. That's funny. We didn't receive our invites. Hi. Did they, did they not you. want us to record a live podcast at this party? <laughs> Jack, when are we going back to your humble abode for a Sessatron 3000? Um, I don't know. This isn't... I don't want to have this conversation on the podcast. Yeah, well, I didn't say where, <laughs> did I? I know, but I don't want to talk about my humble abode on the podcast. <laughs> All right, moving on. What, are you afraid <laughs> Nick Land's going to come after you? <laughs> <laughs> just see a silhouette like that's on my driveway <laughs> abdelatif Wearing... kashish director of blue is the warmest color will knock at your door and say why did you not watch my entire movie <laughs> both wearing you vr masks the sex scenes they are integral <laughs> Um, I don't know about you guys, but that's the episode I think back to the most, is the blue is the warmest colour one. I think that's probably had the most lasting impact on all of us. It's the most divisive. Oh. I have some grievances. Oh, of course you do. <laughs> it is, it is, it's, it is a bit dumb in hindsight, Jack, that you didn't even watch the whole Yeah, thing. Jack, oh my god, I feel like we really didn't talk I'm about I'm not going to waste my time on bullshit. Fucking watch it. Well, this is literally a podcast where we discuss art, and you're meant to like. I watched. Watch I watched an hour and a half of a three-hour movie, and that was more time than it deserved. Okay, you really can't comment then. You only watched an hour and a half of it. Well, I don't know how much I actually watched of it. I just I watched the whole thing. Just fast-forwarded some parts. I watched it all. Like I've what when people when people ask, which no one will because no one like likes it because it sucks. But if people did ask, have you seen Blue, Blue is Almost Colour? I'd say yes, because I have. Because I sat down and I watched it. And that's why I could give my perspective on it when we discussed it, which was it's a truncated piece of garbage. <laughs> and, like, but, like you, can, you can hate on me for skipping through the boring scenes of people eating spaghetti with their mouths open but i think i made the right decision oh, to be fair God. that was nasty i did not like the spaghetti scenes very no much. you're just I so didn't think that that sentence was gonna end with spaghetti oh my god whenever <laughs> like people don't like a thing you like they're closed no it's just because i knew you were gonna react like that and you didn't even watch it because you just closed yourself off i did no, no you... i didn't i opened myself up to it it attacked me i shut myself down <laughs> yeah well I could have like like that. a disease in a body, I was the white blood cell to myself. <laughs> right, okay. Well, got some, got some great memes out of it, though. Yeah, that's true. Oh, God, yeah, Top I made a bunch of memes, memes for that, didn't I? Bunch of NSFW memes. <laughs> a lot of NSFW memes. I found those a few weeks ago, and I was like, oh, yeah. This is a thing. <laughs> for for a bit that never got used on the podcast. 
when you accidentally click on the Discord server that you sent them on, it's like it's a bit of a shock. It's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> there's like seven of them as well. <laughs> oh god, yeah, very bit. Uh, I was gonna say, Jamie, what's risque. been your favorite moment of, of of the pod? What's been your favorite so far? Um, I don't know whether it's because it's fresh in our mind, but I very much enjoyed um, myself and Liv recreating "Shoot You Down." Oh, that was good. Yeah, that was very Thinking good. the way that it was edited. Made me feel I quite proud that. of my musical timing. When the day is done, I Yeah, it was spot on. I, I expected that to be a lot hot. Especially the worst thing was you guys called it out as it was happening. Like, oh, you better edit this into that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh God, no. this take some time. <laughs> oh, God. And, and it's, in, uh, it's in pitch as well. Yeah, it fit perfectly. I did right. so little editing towards that. It was Almost it was as good as Ian Brown himself. Renowned for Whacked his singing. Whacked on the auto tune. <laughs> Continue to trap stars, yeah. Oh, that would be glorious. I've always yeah, wanted to be on glorious. a trap song. <laughs> <laughs> if you had to go up a dinner with any uh, any musician in the world, who would you want to be? I was going to say trap musician, but then I realised I probably couldn't name you. Like two. <laughs> <laughs> two trap musicians. Um, um, do they have to be alive or dead? Can we have a fantasy one? Uh, either, yeah. I'd go out for dinner with Paul McCartney in a heartbeat. That's a, mm. a good one. That is a good and idea. I think ideally we'd go for uh, we'd go for pancakes together. We'd go for the brunch. And go to some vegan breakfast place with them. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Eat some Linda McCartney sausages. <laughs> he just sees the packaging and cries. <laughs> He'd be so sick of it. <laughs> have this all the time at home. <laughs> nah, he'd love it. Much I bet he'd bring it. I bet if they served anything but Linda McCartney. Nah, not to not to a restaurant. He wouldn't he wouldn't bring food to a restaurant. Oh, he would. <laughs> you don't know him like I, I don't know think him. He brings his own packet of sausages <laughs> to a restaurant. Might do you reckon he's one of those people that brings their own sauce everywhere? <laughs> I remember that was that was on an episode of Come Dine with Me. Someone, one of the one of the guests on Come Dine with Me used to like bring their own sauce to all the guest houses, and one of them was just like, "That's so fucking rude." That is quite like, weird. It was, what, what, it was like, big drama. It, it, what kind of sauce was it? Like, it was like a little bottle. I don't know what it was. It was some very specific sauce. And uh, I guess no one had it in the house. So she just bought it with her everywhere. Like a small, like tr- like a like a fun-sized travel bottle <laughs> in her handbag. Mm. <laughs> I think if but someone... what sauce goes with every meal like that? Do you know what I mean? Some people I, just... Well, I think it was just some... I think it was just... I think it was just someone with like... Like a very limited palate who basically liked food one way and it was covered with Ugh. that sauce. Haven't you seen those shows where like people just have mint sauce on everything? Like this guy was like, Yeah, I, I just love mint sauce. I have it on ice cream. I have it like. Mint sauce everything. is sick though. Mint Not on ice these? cream. <laughs> oh, is it my, uh, my strange one of those shows? Or something like that. Oh, right. It's documentary so... starring Olivia Loudon. Yeah. <laughs> Except it wasn't starring. Hello but... and welcome to mint sauce on everything. <laughs> sweet. I don't actually like mint sauce that much. I'm more of a mint horseradish kind of girl. Oh, horseradish is the best, isn't it? I think I would go yeah. horseradish above mint sauce, but that doesn't mean I dislike mint sauce. Let it be known. It's just I. 
Yeah. I like. I, I think nice. mint sauce is great. I think it's brilliant. I mean, if someone said, <laughs> but only on, only with like roasts. Like I wouldn't have yeah. it with like ice cream like that. <laughs> no, if somebody yeah. said, Jamie, would you like the mint sauce? I'd be like, pass it over, my friend. I'd just be like, <laughs> take it or leave it. I'm not sure I've ever had mint sauce. Like, I'm trying to think of maybe at a roast, but that's the only time you really have it. That's the yeah. thing. Like, I don't know if you've noticed this. Jay, uh, full disclosure: myself, Jamie, and Liv are vegetarians. Jamie's a vegan, even. But I don't know if you found that since going that way, you get opportun- you get less opportunities for certain sauces. I'm a big fan of mustard, but there are less natural opportunities to eat mustard if it's not with uh, like sausages or. or I disagree. Or, or, or just gammon. just stick it on anything, mate. Don't let that dictate your condiment intake i certainly don't as you well know yeah you're heavy-handed with the condiments i got in trouble for letting you have all the mayo at my house once well it's like you put it on the table hon what do you expect me you know, to I do i don't expect you to empty oh, that's that such poor that's such poor etiquette i didn't know it was someone else's louis just put the mayo on the table well how about you just don't eat all the mayo at someone else's house <laughs> it was nearly all animal. gone like <laughs> sorry i want some mayo for god's sake <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's fucking good to be fair. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've, I've come round to mayo in uh, in my later years. I I kind of see its necessity these days as like sandwich lubricant. That's kind of what it exists for, isn't it? So that makes well, me not a like it, Louis. Never it's good with it chips. Like again. <laughs> mm, I see. Yeah. I'm not fussed about it with chips. Oh, I love it with chips. Yeah, oh. it's, it's, I think it's the best oh. with chips. Actually, I, like I think it's, I think it's underrated. Oh. Ketchup's got the monopoly on chip condiment, but yeah. mayo is like mayo is the secret one. You know what I mean? Nah, the I servant think, of the secret fire. I think in the UK it used to be the secret one. Obviously, the Europeans always have mayo with chips, but now I think actually mayo is overtaking ketchup to be the number one chip condiment. The way to find that out is when we're all allowed to go. I guess we can go into restaurants now, but. If you already sell portion chips, see what they bring it out with first. Mm. Like, what's the what's the default sauce that they bring it out with? Because some places do. They're pretty neck and neck, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. We I went out for a pub dinner the other night, and they they brought them both out together. Mm. It's the assumed combination that they yeah. bring to the table. Well, those it's are like... usually the two in the in the rack in the middle, with the menu. Yeah. If I'm having chip shop chips, it's only ever ketchup. I'd never have mayo with chip shop chips for some reason. Yeah, I know what you mean. Mm. But yeah, like, I'm, I'm like that. Other chips is fair game. What about like, if you have, like there, though, isn't it? What about chunky chips that aren't from the chip shop? Yeah, mayo would be good. You what, get mayo there? What like pub chips? Burdues. I love ketchup. Pub chips. <laughs> pub. I'd say pub chips and mayo. That's the way to go. Don't know why that got me so much, then, Jamie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my (laughs) pennies. Yeah, it was really really nice going to uh, a pub for dinner the other day. I have to say, I didn't. I hadn't really missed it much in lockdown, but uh, we went out for a pub dinner, and uh, I've kind of forgot how much I love pub chips. What? I thought you weren't going to go. Yeah, it's funny that. <laughs> Who'd you go yeah. with? Uh, Mum and Dad. I think oh. we'd been fishing oh. in the day and then thought on the way back home we'll get a pub dinner. What'd you get? 
I had a falafel burger. The burger itself was just okay, but the chips were really bloody good. <laughs> just okay. <laughs> it was all right. I've had better fal- falafels. Are so hit and miss, honestly. They are. I feel like it's got to be homemade to be nice. I I prefer it if they get, if they do them in a fryer. <laughs> Me and Lani went to one on Friday and it was just very nice to be around people, like to to hear the, the ambient sound of of like gatherings, do you know what I mean? Like not not people that you share a living space with, just like random people mm-hmm. who were I completely also... I completely disagree. I if anything, that's the thing I really dislike about it. <laughs> it's how many people uh, you know people. I guess it's different. Like we're in I live in Cornwall and uh there's just so many people around at the moment. It's just like, oh, God, they're going to infect all the Cornish people. And also, all the people that come around near where I live as well, they're such massive dickheads. They're just... So I you any... Apologies to any Audi-driving twats out there, but they're all Audi-driving twats. And you, you come across them down a country lane and they don't give you any room because they don't want to, you know, they don't want to get their bloody discovery up against the hedge or something, you know, lo and behold. Honestly, mm. honestly, does my head in? <laughs> yeah, I want to throw frozen well, eggs at them. I had a nice time. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> I said I, I haven't had the experience yet of going to a, a pub post lockdown. I haven't been to a restaurant either. No, I haven't had a pint in a pub yet, but I did have a meal there. The meal was nice. What did you have? Roast. Oh. Nice. <laughs> a decent roast. This is about as fun as the bonus episode I was having. <laughs> what did you eat? Oh god! So what did you eat at the pub when you went? Oh, yes. oh, oh nice. <laughs> nice. Fair play. Um. <laughs> okay. Next my favorite. Discuss roasts. <laughs> What's your my favorite Sunday? <laughs> Chatting to you guys on this podcast. Oh. That's your favourite. Mm-hmm. Loser. <laughs> Joking. That's sweet. <laughs> no, this well, this whole thing came about it was just as an opportunity, really. Like we we basically just took advantage of the fact that no one could go anywhere and Zoom became like the lingua franca of everyone's social life. So, um, I think Louis was like the the impetus behind starting one, and then obviously it just seemed natural to tie it to the magazine. Mm. Uh, and yeah, so it's been. I guess I guess we've made the most of it, really. Um, yeah. Hopefully, it's we can great. continue. Jack, yeah, it's been really fun. Did you? Yeah. You did. You said Zoom is the what behind what? Lingua Franca. Lingua Franca. The Lingua Franca. Yeah. Jamie, oh. do you want to explain that one? Because you're a linguist. Yeah, I haven't. I was literally just thinking, I haven't heard that word in years. Uh, it means the most <laughs> commonly spoken language of a particular area. Oh. Uh, 
Do you want to know something funny? I thought you said Franco Manca because we <laughs> because we socialize on Zoom instead of at Franco Manca, which we used oh. to do a fair amount of. <laughs> I, I, do you know what? I could smash one of those pizzas. See, and it's been so long. They're so good. Very right. So so good. Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, I think the pizza is really good quality. Obviously, Liv is just a bit of a contrarian, but whatever. Um, but yeah, for the price, it's extra good. Do you know what I mean? It's so fucking good. Nah, they're pretty and decent. I, I think I think the wine there is pretty nice as well. You got mm. beef with Franco Manca, Liv? I know Well, it's just yes, you have. Every time right. we like go out for food, you'd always be like, "Let's go Franco Manca," and it's like. Yeah. Not just like broaden our horizons a bit. In case any of the listeners were wondering, Liv's a treat to take places. She doesn't whinge <laughs> at all. Says you. You're the most difficult oh, yeah, person mate. Pot, I know. Pot calling kettle black. Yeah. I'm not, yeah, but I'm not going to like, uh, oh, sh- oh, I'm so glad we could all meet at Franco Manca. Yeah. It's all right. <laughs> Sorry, I want a bit of variety in my life. We used to go to that Vietnamese place sometimes, didn't we, at uni? Mm, that was oh, yeah, that was, that was nice. Hot and spicy soup was the one. Yeah. I'm trying to think of other restaurants we used yeah. to go to. Um, <laughs> chicken base, but <laughs> that was just full dodgy chicken one base. pound pizzas and chips. It's yeah, a basically the... They have tables and chairs. They didn't. Well, That's they true. Did. They, they had like they a had, weird leaning area. They had the, uh, like... Green bench that was built into the yeah. into the walls. Yeah, was, yeah which was, was like almost always falling over. It was built yeah. like a bookies more than a chicken shop. <laughs> That's so true. You felt like you were about to get processed in some like post-Soviet country or something. It's just like, <laughs> and then your chicken had arrived. You're like, oh, I can oh, leave now. Thank God. Oh, man. I I I know I've said this a lot, not on air, but just the quality of chicken there was just the worst. Uh, I ate meat. Yeah, it really was back there at uni, but it was so bad. It yeah, was, but you you could taste the suffering, especially at Chicken Base. It Lovely was, service man. though. Lovely people. God, there yeah. were nice fellas that worked there. Mm. Service with a smile. And um, I got chicken. free chips there from beating Liam in an arm wrestle by once. Also, <laughs> boss man gave me free chippies. <laughs> you don't go chicken base for the chicken. You go for the one pound pizzas, which are divine, and the garlic. Not sure divine's the word. Economic, yes. <laughs> they are divine. They're yeah. so yum. When you're when you when you're a poor student, they're a godsend. But in almost every other respect, they're a complete <laughs> and total waste of matter. They're so nice. What are you talking about? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, why have we been going to Franco Manca? Like, I'm not wasting a five on Franco Manca when I can just get oh, five mate, on Pam Pizzas. Then they should not even be in the same conversation. Not even. <laughs> yeah, but they're just so good because they're one pound. <laughs> we should point out we aren't sponsored by any of these places. <laughs> chicken base. Brought to you by Chicken Base Reading. That's what you think. <laughs> They've slipped me seven <laughs> one-pound pizzas for this brand deal. <laughs> they're, I remember once... they're trying to kill me for bad-mouthing them. <laughs> uh, on, the, on that road where Chicken Base is situated, like two shops down was a really, really good Indian restaurant called Mia's Garden Gulab. Mm. Which I still don't quite know what that, what that means. <laughs> I always meant to look that up. What, 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 what is the Garden of Gulab? But I never I might... did. That um, was it. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was the friends we made along the way. <laughs> the, se- um, the secret gulab. Entirely literal. It's r- really, really good food there. And uh, I remember ordering a takeaway from there once in my, on like my Google Chrome autofill. It put my last hall's address in rather than where I was living currently. So I sent my delivery driver to halls. He's like, oh, hey man, Christ. I'm outside, outside your halls. I'm like, oh Christ, I've given you the wrong, wrong address. And I had to explain to him that oh, I'm sorry, entirely of my own fault. I've sent you somewhere completely different. There's a bit of a pain in the ass to get to by car. And uh, he sounded so disappointed when I told him on the phone, like just immeasurable unhappiness in his voice, knowing that he had to get to where I was. When he eventually turned up, it was one of those situations like, I definitely should tip him. I should definitely tip him. I've made his day really bad. Yeah, I didn't. (laughs) You bastard. I think about that quite a lot, that moment. I was like, I should have tipped him, but I just didn't. Oh, I hate that. It's so awkward. We don't really have like a culture for it in the UK. Do you know, like in the US, at least yeah. they've got a system. They have a percentage that they go to. Mm. We don't have anything yeah. like that. It's done on. You do it by eyeball, in it. It's like discretion, isn't it? Tip mm. at your own discretion, and also like certain professions, like taxi drivers. It's not that common to tip. Like you might just be, I'll like, oh, keep the change or whatever. Yeah, but... you might round it up. Got, I'd um... usually round it up. I would, yeah. Mm. But it's like they—they <clears throat> they don't. They, I think, they always expect to give you the full amount of change back, don't they, taxi drivers? Yeah, no one, ex- no one expects a tip really. No, just uh, yeah, uh, the probably like enforces a bit more of a positive vibe in the service industry. I think with like customer like service relations because you don't feel obligated to give them money, then you might be more inclined to give them like a lot more. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see how it works like psychologically. Mm. I'm glad we don't have a hardcore or... tipping culture here. So I love that whenever you get to a restaurant and you look at the receipt <laughs> and it says like a service charge has been applied every single time without fail, a person at the party with goes, oh, the bloody cheek of this. They've, <laughs> they've put a service, everyone, they've put a service charge on. Every yeah. single time it will be said. But the only time, the only time that's annoying is when you're trying to split the bill and then you forget to put the service charge into the overall. Yeah, your equation. Oh man, yeah, I got, I've been so deadled with that before. I remember first year at uni, I I'd been out to a pub with some mates and uh, I was the last one to pay on card, and so I didn't actually check. I just assumed that the number, oh, by the time got... it got to me, by the time it got to me, it was the amount that I owed. That was my thinking. A naive eighteen-year-old, and uh, <laughs> I remember I didn't realise till the next day when I got back to my halls, was sat on the toilet, <laughs> going through my finances. I saw that I spent like forty quid for dinner at a pub. So I just, I just, oh like, my god! I just died inside. <laughs> forty quid. No. Oh, you got so shafted. It only should have cost me about ten. I was so poor at the time as well. I had no money oh either. God. Oh man! Did you did you ask for them for the money you were owed back from those people? I think I might have done, but then I thought. You bloody should have done, because that's yeah. I just... don't. I don't remember. I don't remember what my pro- thought. No, no, my my process of thought was afterwards, but I yeah, just... it's a it's a tricky it's a tricky one that 
just it was kind well, of on good me. Job. Good job you Check. met us. Good <laughs> yeah. job you met us. Anyway, you don't take I advantage learned from of your good that nature. Mistake. Yeah. So that's why I'm with those friends are... today now. everyone's favorite episode been okay everyone do their favorite episode for enjoyment and then do their favorite topic that we've talked about which wasn't your own obviously uh louis you start um in terms of what we've looked at i don't know like like my bloody valentine and the brianina ones i was already aware of Mm. So I guess but I, I, I really enjoyed the conversations and I think that recent My Bloody Valentine one was one of my favourites in terms of enjoyment because I remember being quite worried quite early on in that podcast as we were recording it that we might run out of things to talk about very, very quickly. Mm. But I was really pleased with how that one turned out in the end as it, as it sort of spiralled into a chat more broadly about music. And uh, those have been my favourite ones generally. It's when I... When about like 10 minutes in, I think, oh dear, if we already said everything that we have to say, and it just takes a moment or two to get the conversation going again. I really, I really enjoyed that My Bloody Valentine one. Mm. But if I had to, I'd also like to say, though, that I think in terms of um, something that I'd never looked at before, the short stories of week we did, I really, really liked that. That was a good one. Jack? Yeah. Um... I really, I know, like said, don't pick your own ones, but the Lee Hardcastle week um, was really fun because for a couple of reasons. One, because it was a medium that we hadn't done before and it was a little bit, it was on the more experimental side of things. And so I was very curious to see what you all made of it. And because <clears throat> of the overwhelming uh, positive response it got, it, it felt very gratifying to have mm. shared it with uh, you lovely people. Because I've been sitting on that for a while, um, like no, it was like one of those things that is relatively popular, but not that many people are into it. And you guys getting into it was 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 great. And then we had a really good like I think the discussion we had about like uh, art and filmmaking and stuff uh, yeah. after, during the episode was really fruitful. Um, but I probably I probably agree with Louis. Um, as well like the short story one was really fun uh but i've i've enjoyed everything that we've done to be honest like i can think of really great like conversations that we've had out of mm. each one um yeah yeah that lee hardcastle one in particular was one of my favorites to edit i have to say um mm. That was like the first time got I used actual clips from something that we'd looked at and incorporated that into the podcast, and I uh, I really enjoyed how that one came out in the in the edit. I I really really liked that one because I think that uh, for those who didn't know who Lee Hardcastle was going into that one, I think the clips hopefully provide a nice platform as well for making you want to go off and uh, have a listen on your own some or have mm. a watch. Rather. Yeah, the clips. 
the clips were a were a great touch. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good, that was a good week that one. And oh. that was sort of uh, in, sorry, just to finish off that point. It was like uh, it sort of pushed us more towards having a defining style with the podcast, which like is now we we have clips for most of them, I think, if not all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so for sure. It really adds another adds another dimension. I quite enjoyed recording the Doctor Who one, just because I feel like we, that has been <laughs> something that we've been training our whole lives to talk about, <laughs> and finally we were able to let loose. Um, and just because it's like we said, the podcast quite a common talking point in our friend group, so it felt like one of those conversations we'd have regardless of whether or not we were recording it. Um, no. In terms of like discussion or actually like listen to them outside of it i also i'm gonna echo jack and say the lee harcastle one because i i didn't know what to expect going in i know you said about like claymation and it was going to be youtube i think probably i set my unfairly i set my standards too low and then was really really impressed by the quality when we watched them and that was like something I feel like I I must have seen his work in some way, shape, or form before, but being able to put a name to it and actually look at like his body of work as a whole was a really good thing, actually. And yeah, mm. kind of something I've always been interested by as well is the whole stop motion animation thing. It's such an interest. A boom, boom, boom! Everybody say way ho! Way ho! Let me say way ho! Way ho! Okay, mine is exactly the same as Jamie. So my most fun discussion was uh, Doctor Who one. Because when I listened back, I really enjoyed that one as well. Like, I just thought it was, we had good bants and it was really funny. And we were all in a really good mood. So I think that was the episode when we recorded that the day that the podcast first went live. So we were all like a bit happy yeah. and buzzing. Oh, yeah. Um, so that was a really fun one. It was a bit light-hearted and wholesome, so I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, the topic I enjoyed most was Lee Hardcastle because I just thought it was really cool and it was cool to get introduced to it. And it, was... <coughs> it wasn't like right up my street because I'm not like massively into like gore or horror or anything, but I just think the filmmaking of it was really cool and like I just really enjoyed how he put it together and he's obviously just like insanely I... talented and it was just yeah. cool and different and unique and sick yeah yeah not to retread anything that we talked about on that episode um but if you're just at all into filmmaking then it's it's just a very uh interesting medium um and you can particularly because you can see the seams and how it all kind of works you can like work it out mm -hmm. um but also very admirable so mm. not to, not to retread I'd good. also like to give notable mentions to our two special guest episodes. I felt like they were bloody great. I, I yeah. loved having oh, yeah. Anthony and James on. Yeah, I feel nice. like the Brazil conversation we had, in terms of like the four of us who were on that one, unfortunately Liv wasn't there for that one, but the four of us who were on it, uh, me, Jack, Jamie and Anthony, uh, I, I found that to be the most beneficial in terms of exploring the artwork of that week I, mm. I was so intrigued to hear everyone's opinion on that and i felt like my opinion of the of the film brazil changed as a course of the discussion 
I, I, I felt like we were all just really curious in that one to try and work out Brazil in a way that, uh, yeah, in a way that we hadn't quite achieved yet. Yeah, we're gonna have to do something really terrible to like balance it out because we like leveled <laughs> up our Discord when we did that episode. Um, we got very highfalutin at points. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so Anthony now... did raise the stakes a bit. It's like, whoa, whoa, no, get out of here with your professional bullshit. <laughs> With your, like, intellectual insights. We care about the Venga <laughs> nah, boys here. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, that's, that's why I said, like, all of the discussions we've had are elements where I've really, like, enjoyed. And that Brazil episode with Anthony, um, shout out to Anthony. Uh, yeah, that was just, um, it was a lot of fun and it was, it was quite stimulating intellectually. So, yeah. That was, that was enjoyable to listen to as an outsider as well. I enjoy the episodes so much more when I'm not in them. Have <laughs> <laughs> you been Since reading you the comments? Your again? departure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just kidding. We don't have any comments. <laughs> no. <laughs> God no. <laughs> What's everyone's um, favorite jingle? Oh, I was going <laughs> to ask that. That's a good one. Um, I like. Oh no, wait, did you actually, you know, um, Louis, that one you sent, I don't actually know if it's made it into an episode, but you know the one where it was like, with the weird, like, nightmarish Simpsons remix? Yeah, that yeah, I, I discovered recently uh, an old uh, college music tech project that I'd made. Oh, I got yeah. a D in music tech, and it's entirely because I would just not do any things with the syllabus. Instead, I made stupid tracks out of like Simpsons clips, and uh, that's so Louis. Yeah, I think a po- I think a portion of that has yeah, made it into the Yeah, I think podcast. you did actually. I think put I it used in. a little snippet. I think I used an instrumental snippet, but not any of the clips that had the simpsons i think twin peaks was also in that in that song yeah no i enjoyed that one and i also like that really quiet um guitar one you do which is like the nice little guitar plucking that one you see you guys don't know the names i've got file names for all these on my computer i edit them on and that one's called song for tina because we did uh like a barbic love cast and iron that week and i recorded that one especially But I know what you like mean. I really, I really like. Was great as well. really... Yeah, that That's... was great. I'm, I'm, I was pleased to show that to the world. I mean, not by what, me. What one? <laughs> Daniel Close showed it to the world. Uh, like a velvet glove, Kirsten like a velvet glove. But yeah, I also really in, in, like in terms of jingles. I guess it wasn't really a jingle; it was more of an edit. But I really liked the Stone Razors bit we did last week or the week before. One. Yeah, that was funny. I, I liked it really um, in the Eno episode. Where you turned Olivia into the uh, computer keys <laughs> and went up the scale of Olivia. Oh yeah! I tell you, it's an amazing yeah. feeling to play a keyboard where every note behaves totally differently from every other. Is that what's going on? Yeah, let's, let's listen. This is a scale of C. 
It's fantastic. What was, the, what was the one where like me and you say yeah at the same time, Louis? Or it's like me and Jamie. <laughs> and then it's just like, yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's an outro to one, isn't it? Yeah, the, that, yeah, it's the right funny the thing end. is, the funny thing is, right, because that must have been one of the first or second episodes we did, where I did the, I thought it was funny that everyone said yeah at the same time. <laughs> just to, I don't know what you're kidding <laughs> about, some bullshit. But... Um, <laughs> You would not believe since just how many times we'll all go, yeah, at the same time. Mm. <laughs> it's, not, it's not remarkable anymore. It's too common. <laughs> I just leave so I always take like one or two years out. <laughs> if we all say it at the same time, it sounds really weird. It's one of those vocal crutches, isn't it? That you're just never going to be able to get rid of. That's, that's what editing's for. We were talking about oh, this horrible. earlier. Fair, what do you think about fair enough as like a like a conversational crutch where you just don't really know fair play fair play yeah, yeah. yeah. It's so I, i'm really nothing. hung up on these recently it's like when i saw i saw live the other week and i kept saying at the time i'm getting really annoyed at myself whenever i don't know what to say i just go heck oh heck. <laughs> that's funny though because it's like kind of taking the mick <laughs> it's just a catch-all nothing thing to say though isn't it it, mean, it means i've got nothing to say yeah. That's what, that's what, it's so annoying when you when you become aware of it. I feel like uh, fair enough is more of a a, a closer. There's not um, very far to go once you've said that. No. Yeah. You've like oh, kind of killed a conversation with that. Heck is kind of an, an exclamation. Yeah. It could open up a topic of conversation. Yeah, I guess it's not outright as a closer as as. Fair enough. The one I found quite funny recently is um, shit. What's it called? Um, oh, it's when people just don't entirely know what to say to someone else. So they're going, "Yeah, it's tricky, doing it." <laughs> yeah, it yeah. means nothing. It means absolutely nothing. It is a funny one. <laughs> oh my god! I always used to say to Louis when he'd be doing some like weird voice or something. I'd just be like, "You are a strange one," and I literally was like, "That is the worst." actual what like sequence of words that's yeah. ever left my mouth that is... that's something that your parents say you to you that's something you say when you've got no personality one. you are a strange <laughs> one <laughs> anybody does anything out of the ordinary you weirdo <laughs> you no <freak>. personality <laughs> yeah that the vocal crutches are very they're very irritating, but they're so difficult to like take control of. Like I just did it, did it there. Like, I mean, like like is disgraceful. Mm. It should My dad be feels Lord. similarly, and I don't feel I don't feel I nearly said it then I don't feel as if we are as bad for it as some other podcasts I've heard. The, I'd say what is a bigger epidemic amongst the podcast is everyone starting their next statement with that little I'm wetting my mouth ready for the next thing I've got to say. Ooh, I so, hate that so much. I Gracious cut them out routinely. I'm going to have to leave one in this one, unfortunately, just to, to showcase what I'm talking about. Why don't you make a jingle there. of it? I no. could do. I could make them hi-hat. Don't do that. Don't blight the world with that. <laughs> can, you, can you turn them into trap hi-hats, please? <laughs> Give me the trap song I've always wanted. 
<laughs> Guys, yeah. do you remember what um the end of season episode if we weren't in lockdown was originally gonna be about? Oh yeah. Was it the cat in the hat? God, we were going to do the cat in the hat, weren't it, we? It was the certain hat-cladded cat. Mike Myers. <laughs> in his furry costume. Um, I hate that phrase, hat-cladded cat. <laughs> I think you came out of it. <laughs> so annoying. I'll get you, and I'll make it look like an accident. I say that line so often, I'll get you, and I'll make it look like an accident. I'll get you. That makes me out to be a My favourite one. My favourite one from that scene is uh, you're not just stupid, you're ugly just like your mother. <laughs> you just whenever one whenever anyone makes like the tiniest like faux pas, just like you're not just stupid, you're ugly. <laughs> I, I'm hoping that by the time we get round to releasing some more of these, we may we may well end up you know be allowed to be around each other. Hopefully, yeah, wishful hopefully. thinking perhaps, but. Um... Uh, and if that's the case, I think the cat in the hat has to be the thing that brings us back together. We, oh. we watched the four of us watched it oh, last last year in May. It was the week. Uh, it, it was, like was the week I got back was, from New Zealand. I think was it last May? Jeez, what a flies, welcome back! Because mm. I was try- I, I think I'd kept it a surprise for most of you that I was coming back, and we ended up watching the cat in the hat that evening after coming back. From yeah, well, it was. It was Lani's we birthday up. weekend, was it? That was it. It was Lani's birthday. Yeah, we went to that really yeah. weird rave in um, what was the venue called? Sub eighty nine. Oh, sub eighty nine. Yeah. Yeah, sub eighty nine. Is that what we did? I think I that was. That. No, that, was... that wasn't. That though, that was a different weekend. Oh, that was before Louis got back. <clears throat> maybe. It was. It was. That was, that was your... when the people. Yeah. That was when the people who live in Colchester that I went to see were, yes. were there. No, I think we... the weekend we had that barbecue as well, Liv. Barbecue? Yeah. It was the Champions League final that weekend, because I remember most of the most of the lads in the house. <laughs> yeah, we had, a, we had, we had a BBQ. We, no, we all, went to, we all went to Turtle on the Friday. Oh, yeah. And then, and then on the Saturday we had a BB. And then, uh, yeah, I, had, I was really badly hungover and I had a terrible ear infection so i had to go to the free clinic on, oh yeah uh on saturday like just hanging out my ass and oh that was that was a miserable two hours mm. um but yeah then we, then we had a nice little barbecue and we closed the night off with some cat in the hat <laughs> oh god a certain that really that really divided our friendship group, didn't it <laughs> when like, someone suggested let's put on the cat in the hat Half the room yeah. like, yeah, it'd be funny. Half the room said, oh, if you do that, I'm going to bed right now. Well, and we managed... the brave soul was, they stuck it on. And it... <laughs> We managed to all come to this to the conclusion that it was horrible, but it was how you how you felt about it. It was like, do, do, you, do you find it enjoyable despite it, the horror, the abject horror that is within the tape? Not or really. Can you, or or can you just not bear it? It's disgusting to look at. It's one of the ugliest looking films I've ever laid my eyes upon. I it's just... a film that smells. You know what I mean? Certain, like... Well, you can smell it. Like, you know, um, the Dr. Zeus, like, creatures. So, like, it's the same in The yeah. Grinch. The Grinch isn't too bad, but it's more the, the people, like, he lives in a town with. Like, what are they, munchies? The Who's. Yeah, the Who's. They really give me the creeps. So does The Cat in the Hat. 
and so does the Muppets. Something about them really the sets mine. Yeah, the Muppets are so creepy. They're not. They're lovely and charming. No, oh really... no! This is a throwback. This is a this is a complete throwback to like a few years ago. We were having a discussion about like phobias and stuff because I like uh, have quite the fear of like clowns and dolls and stuff like dummies. And Liv just couldn't get over the mm. fact that I didn't find the Muppets creepy at all, despite the fact that puppets <laughs> the puppets and dolls freaked me out because the Muppets are just really sweet, nice creatures who are lovely. They're not though. You know, the thing about the Muppets that creeps me out is that occasionally you meet someone who has the same. Occasionally you meet a Muppet. <laughs> <laughs> no, occasionally you meet someone who looks a bit like a Muppet. And I'm not saying it in a bad way, like, you know, they can be pretty <laughs> Why good... is there to say it? In? Well, no, I'm not saying they, they can be pretty good looking people or whatever, but... <laughs> Muppets! Sometimes they just have a Muppet-like quality about their face, and I think it's that people quality with... in the Muppets that's sort of human-like, but also really creepy this and is different. Very bizarre. I, t- I take your point about the Dr. Seuss things, and I think especially with the Dr. Seuss things, is that in, like the Cat in the Hat film and the Grinch film, they've gone for actual people to play them. And that's what makes yeah. them look really horrifying because they're not drawn or animated. I think... They are people in the makeup. And they're horrifying. Yeah. I, think, I think the Grinch is a really ugly film as well. Like I think that's about as ugly. The only thing that separates uh, the Grinch is it has kind of a, like... Um, it's, it's got a bit more of a fantasy element to it. Um, whereas the cat in the hat is just like it's like reality, but through yeah. like plexiglass, it's, it's it's so distorted and nightmarish that it makes me feel sick. Like the film <laughs> actually like makes me nauseous when I when I look at it, even yeah. though like it's quite entertaining in a very odd and specific way. Lazy Town had the same vibes. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god, you're so right. So I've got on the go. Uh, yeah, just use use my time a bit more, a bit better. Hopefully, doing the podcast has actually been quite good because it's meant that this weird like void that we've been existing in has had some kind of form and structure to it. So hopefully that'll continue mm-hmm. post post all this madness um, and make me a slightly more productive person. Yeah, it, as as someone who's unemployed at the moment, it's been nice to have some certainties in the week of what I'll do in terms of editing and releasing the podcast and all that crap. Yeah.
what are you planning on doing, Liv? I will be doing lots of writing as well because I've really fallen off of that because I've been back at work. I literally, I find that if when you work full time, it's so hard. Well, I don't know. Maybe I'm just a very undisciplined person, but I really find it hard to like fit anything else into my life other than socializing or like winding down, if that makes sense. So just like you get home from work and then you just, you just have to sit for like an hour and just like relax and literally do nothing other than like go on your phone or not even watch TV, just like sit mindlessly. And then like, I know you need to eat food and then you just want to like watch film or something or not be productive. But now I'm like, I really, really, really need to get on with some writing. And I'm also going to move out and go to uni as well. Move up to uni. So yeah. Do it all over again. Oh yeah. What about you guys? Collecting degrees. Louis and Jamie? Um, Well, like I said, still unemployed. Uh, so I feel a bit like what Liv was saying when, when I when I have worked in the past that I find it hard to do anything very creative in my spare time because all I want to do is just sort of lie down and, <laughs> you know, sleep or something. Yeah. Um, or or socialise. Uh, but now that none of those things can really happen, including work, I feel like I've got to constantly be capitalising on all this time to just develop things that I've been wanting to develop for a long time. I mean, this podcast is one of them. When, when when I was away at the start of the year, uh, my good friend Steph said to me that she'd written a list of 25 things to do before 25. And so I've since written one. I'm like nine of the way through the 25 things. And Record the Podcast was one of them. And that's still going on, so I'm pleased with that. Um, so yeah, it's it's been nice to just devote a lot of time to just things I've actually been wanting to do for some years. Like my cooking's got come along so much better in lockdown as well. Not having a job, it's kind of all I think about is what I can cook for yeah, the next day. That's what I was like. Done a lot of writing as well. Mm. Jack, Jack and I have been working on a project, uh, which, which is coming like, soon. Bear, which is very bearing good. Some sort of fruit. I've had a sneak peek. Grazie. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm. I'm. Honestly, I can't complain too much. I'm. I'm quite happy with my lot. But I think the plan is to still keep recording these just at a less strict schedule as we had been the past five or six weeks. We, we'd built up a bit of a backlog yeah. initially, so we didn't have to worry about it too much. Yeah. But as it became, as it started to, uh, I wouldn't say infringe. I don't think it infringed very heavily, but I think it's just nice to not have the pressure of, oh, I've got to watch the film well, I'm going to watch this week or read the story we've got if, to read and just do it more at our own pace. If we can reveal how the sausage is made a little bit, for those who are interested, um, when we started the pod, we essentially, yeah, as Louis said, recorded a backlog. And since we ran out of episodes in the backlog, we lost our buffer zone. So suddenly scheduling and timing and stuff became a lot more uh, important. And mm. now that some of us have gotten um, gainful employment and uh, others haven't, like, we've had to... Juggle a lot of different like scheduling and stuff. So uh, one of the reasons why we want to take a sort of semester off is uh, is uh, so we can get back on that sort of vibe, isn't it, Rue? So we have more of a safety net. So we're a lot more regular, and we're not we're not worrying about finding things because if we might we might end up rushing uh, a yeah. decision to talk about something. So it's really for the benefit of 
the podcast and everyone listening to it that we just have we take some time to reassess and hopefully when we come back to it we can be a lot more productive and a lot more uh regular and stuff so yeah so not that jamie. i think the past few weeks in terms of quality sorry just before jamie says what he's gonna do not that i think they've dropped in quality per se i think the podcast has very much gotten better as it's gone on yeah um, yeah but i certainly think conversationally uh we're a lot more up for it if we've got a bit more time on our hands to to get about the artwork or whatever it is we want to look at and also from a more practical point of view it allows for us to plan guests and topics a bit more easily so mm. and we've got some exactly. nice guests lined up for next time out um and I, I bet people have already been thinking about what they want to pick for future episodes so yeah it, it, i think it would just mean the next the next bunch are a bit more streamlined and probably to, just a bit better yeah yeah. It's what we can Jamie, hope. what are you going to do in in your summer holiday? Um, well, whilst I'm still in the the wilderness of furlough, so until I get the call back from work, it's going to be more of the same, really. Stuff that I've been planning to do or wanting to do for a while that I finally got round to doing because I've got so much spare time. I I've recently um, started learning the piano. That's been quite mm. fun. I have more oh. time to do that. That'd be good. I've also got back into sketching. I used to draw loads when I was younger. And I hadn't done it for ages. And then the other day I was like, I'll try and get back into that. So I'm going to do some more drawing. Nice. Yeah. Just little <laughs> things. I'm not particularly good at any of them, but what I enjoy What sort of things them. you sketch? Mostly just like little cartoon characters. I used to do that a lot when I was younger. And it's always a go-to now. Um, kind of sapped some of the enjoyment out of it when I started doing it for A-level and stuff. Not that I didn't enjoy those subjects, but like when you do anything for a course or... That's like a dedicated thing. By the end of it, you kind of want to break from it. Did you do art at A-level? I didn't know that. I did, yeah. I did indeed. Oh. I was always very envious of the A-level art, art guys. I felt like... Oh, really? I felt like I wanted to be in that crowd a little bit. But I have no I have no ability in that field, so it was just never feasible. <laughs> well, I don't know. It's like one of those... Art is such a subjective thing. I don't feel like technically you need to be super proficient. Do you know what I mean? Like, as long as you've got a style. Or even, like I said, I don't think mm. I'm particularly good, but I just like doing it. I find it quite enjoyable. It's very relaxing. Mm. I, I want to do some more drawing and painting. I think mm. when, I, uh, when I'm when i in more of a routine, I'm going to pick up the old paints. and I want to just, like, paint some stuff on my wall, like, that I can hang up. Like, when I, I look at all this nice artwork, and I'm like, oh, I'd love to, like, have some artwork on my wall. And it's like, why don't I just paint it myself? Because... Then I don't have to spend loads of money on like loads of artwork. I can just like. I was thinking this today actually, just before we did the podcast. Um, I started following our friend Natasha Woods' art page, mm. and I was like, "Oh, her stuff's really quite good actually. I really like uh, a lot of the more abstract stuff." I was like, "I think that would look quite good on a wall." Yeah. So it's quite good. It's quite good knowing arty friends, isn't it? Mm. Mm. I feel like it's a really good conversation starter as well. Like when somebody says, "Oh, I like that thing on the wall," and then you ask where it's from and they're like oh it's actually i did it as well yeah <clears throat> the piece of art that Liv brought back uh from vietnam that i've got uh hanging up over fireplace is sick it's like a it's like a dragon mixed with a dog it's yeah so cool. it's, it's like so a dragon I've seen that. it's sick it's from vietnam oh nice yeah I'll send, a photo of it. I'll, I'll send a pic yeah yeah, yeah i'd like to, to see it i'd like to see it should we wrap this up? Let's yeah. do it. Honey. Say our, should we say our good
goodbyes to to the listeners. Um, All right, everyone can don't say goodbye. Say au revoir. Yeah, no, everyone can have their moment. Everyone say so long, Peppy Whale, Pip Pip, Cheerio, pip, pip, we'll, cheerio be we'll be back, back soon. soon. And when we're in the distance, you'll hear this whisper <laughs> too. So long, Peppy Whale, Pip Pip, Cheerio, cheerio we'll be back soon. Good riddance. You just made a <laughs> jingle. That's <laughs> yeah. what we were secretly hoping for, I think. <laughs> And when we're in the distance, we'll hear this sense for two. So long, Pepe Whale, Pip Pip Cheerio, we'll be back soon. So long, Pepe Whale, Pip Pip Cheerio, we'll be back that one listener then i truly commend you a uh, big thank you to jack olivia and jamie as always who've been a treat to do this with for 12 episodes a big thank you to our special guest episodes this season in anthony dragonetti and james freeman but the biggest thank you goes to you the listener it's been a hoot to do this and the fact that anyone out there in the ether listens to it is very gratifying we'll be back at some point but for now do check out the plethora of talented writing on cavity mag as that is continuing in the absence of the podcast and be sure to follow at cavity magazine on twitter for the direct feed anyway till we meet again goodbye